0: everybody so um just tonight i was you know really praying heavy for a lot of serious things going on in my life and i just started to you know confess all my sins to the lord anything i could think of i was just praying like so much for my family and you know just that it's in god's hands everything that is meant to be will be i am being still knowing he's god and you know i just have faith i have a lot of faith that whatever is to happen that god has us and everything will be okay and i just believe and i stand firm of what the truth is which is that i am beautifully and wonderfully made because lately I've been thinking there's something wrong with me you know I was thinking like all these negative things about myself and I was just reminded that God says I am beautifully and wonderfully made and any of that stuff that I was thinking is a lie straight from the pit of hell and it's not true It's a, he's the father of lies and none of that is true because what is true is w- what God says in his word that's true and we're going to stand on that that we are beautifully and wonderfully made and also (laughs) greater is in us than he who is in the world no weapon formed against us shall prosper and be still and know that he is God and I was just bawling I mean I was really deep into just feeling just so overwhelmed of you know just the the guilt and the shame of my sins and you know just what's going on with my family and I'm just praying for God to have mercy and there would be no attack on my family and that I plead the blood of Jesus over them and just everything that's going on right now it's just a lot you know it's a lot and as i'm bawling my eyes out and crying so bad i just suddenly started to be reminded of the truth i started to speak the word of god i started to speak out the truth and i started to quote i literally started quoting scripture out loud and as i did that i'm not even lying like suddenly all the sadness disappeared and i said with the truth I said there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus and all of a sudden like I just opened up the bible and closed my eyes and opened it to this page that says the people's confession of sin and it's like as soon as I read that I was like oh my goodness like instantly I like had a take a step back and like give myself a moment to just like digest the fact that I opened it to that exact page and pointed to the exact paragraph right after I was just deep deep in sorrow of my sin and it says nowhere to lie I'm just gonna read the first paragraph while Israel was praying and confessing weeping and throwing himself down before the house of god a large crowd of israelites men women and children gathered around him they too wept bitterly then Shechaniah and son of jebel one of the descendants oh this is guys it's from israel 10 yeah israel 10 we have been unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women from the people around us but in spite of this there is still hope for Israel now let's make a covenant before our God to send away all the women and their children in accordance with the counsel of my Lord and of those who fear the commandments of God let it be done according to the law rise up this matter is in your hands we will support you so take courage and do it So, like, I've never read Israel. Like, to be honest with you, I've never... I never read Israel before. Because every time, like, I read a part of my Bible, I make, like, a little like, thing around the paragraph showing I read it and there's nothing here. So I never read Israel and I don't remember reading Israel. But it's basically, like, like, in my Bible, it gives you a description of what the... what the chapter is about like what israel is about and it's saying a second chance is a remarkable gift it's never deserved it's a sheer act of grace and it's precisely what god gives to his people the same hands that brought judgment destruction and 70 years of exile led to those exiles back to the land of promise to start over again when the people reached their homeland they made a great beginning they gave freely and offered sacrifices they celebrated feasts and began rebuilding the temple they did all things god should do but in any work we do for god there's opposition for the returning exiles it came on two fonts outside enemies and old tendencies as often the case the old tendencies were far greater than greater threat, but greater than any enemy from within or without is a sovereign God who moves the hearts of people and who is willing to give second chances. He did both for the Israelites in Israel's day, and He still does both for us today. And like, that's just so encouraging because after everything I was just thinking about, I mean it's not only the first time that I've ever sinned you know like we've all sinned and I was just crying and I was like I've sinned against you Lord I'm so sorry and then all of a sudden he reminded me you know what he reminded me there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus and we are we all fall short of the glory of God and we are all sinners like not one of us is perfect all of a sudden I just felt like no shame or guilt you know and it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders like I was just I felt bad for you know like so many things like I started thinking about how I was like acting and you know discord and this and that and I was like that's not what Jesus would do I just started feeling so guilty you know what I mean like I'm not acting like Jesus right now. Like... I wasn't... Doing my part. I should have been doing more. And I just feel... You know... I feel... Like I'm not alone in that. Maybe others are feeling the same way out there listening to me right now. That they... Don't know if there's hope for them. They don't know if they are worthy of forgiveness and grace. And I'm here to remind you that we all are sinners. I even, too. You know, I love, love God more than anything, but I still fall short of His glory and I still sin. And like, I'm trying my best not to, but like, I still do. And I don't know if anybody else is talking about that. Because we can't be perfect. It's like... It's impossible because we're born into sin. But what we can do is do our best. To stay away from it. And also, this is a... A devotion that went along with a paragraph that I actually really liked and it's called Total Dependence and like I'll be honest with you like the situation with my family it has to do with the court I can't get into detail but we're just praying that God has his hand upon the judge tomorrow morning and that God will have his will be done on the situation and that we will be able to have justice so we're praying for that heavy and also for my my boyfriend Um, he is an amazing man but he has struggled with addiction issues in his past and I've been so anxious about being there for him and helping him through his recovery and I'm just praying for God to like help him to be better and for me to also have the courage and strength to be in a relationship with somebody like that because I really love him And I don't want to lose him, and I care deeply for him. And I'm just really hoping that God will be at the center of our relationship and help us. And I was praying for that, and I was crying, and and then I read this, and it says, Total dependence. And it's from israel eight twenty two to twenty three saying, "I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road, because we had told the king, the gracious hand of God is on everyone who looks to him, but his great anger is against all those who forsake him. So we fasted and petitioned our God about this, and he answered our prayer. And it says, Lisa realized she needed to depend on god when her husband lost his job her own business was going well but it would be difficult to keep up with the bills and help their son with college costs whenever she thought about the future she broke out in a cold sweat how could her husband how would her husband find work could she manage to find more income on her own business would they still be able to help their son she decided the best course was to pray for God to show them the way Ezra sets a great example for anyone facing an unknown future before he and a group of returning exiles began their 900 mile trek back to Jerusalem they all fasted and prayed for a safe journey literally a straight way they prayed for God's favor and protection and trusted the gracious hand of our God would guide them god is also with you to guide you regardless of your circumstances perhaps you're venturing out depending on god for the first time take a step of faith and follow where he leads he will surely guide you to your next step and the next you'll discover that faith will lead you where you where reason may not now this next paragraph guys is the cutest little poem i've ever seen or read like i want to memorize this on my own it's so good (laughs) it says faith and reason have been compared to two travelers think of faith as a woman who can walk 20 miles at a time with flagging while reason is a child who can only muster the strength to go on one mile one day reason says to faith oh faith let me walk with you but faith replied oh reason you can never walk with me nevertheless they set out together when they came to a deep river reason said i could never i could never ford this but faith wadded through it singing <laughs> when they reached a high mountain reason despaired but faith carried reason on her back the writer of this of this old tale said oh how dependent upon faith is reason <laughs> why has god made faith the indispensable ingredient in our journey of faith perhaps so that we can become totally dependent on him reason tells you to stay put faith calls us to step out reassuring us that with god all things are possible <laughs> from matthew 19:26, <sighs> that to me is like incredible <laughs> like that's an amazing devotion Number one, have you found that your reason sometimes interferes with faith? Number two, what makes it difficult for you to depend on God? Mm-hmm. What makes it difficult for you to depend on God? Well, you know, I'm going to read this out loud. I'm going to respond out loud. So number one, have how have you found that your reason sometimes interferes with your faith? I would say, like, at times where I want to be all in into a decision or something and, like, be all in, you know, and, like, take that leap of faith, like, 100%, there's always, like, a little bit of part of me that's, like, logical about it. And it's, like, I want to make sure I'm also being smart because, you know, God also gave us wisdom for a reason so that we can be wise about our decision-making but I don't want to put too much on that and not enough on faith so I struggle with that number two what makes it difficult for you to depend on God I would say my me wanting to control the situation I feel like I may have like some controlling tendencies and it's not good because me trying to control it is not giving it to him so I need to fully surrender to the Lord everything and not let it not my let, not let the control or you know anything that I desire you know to make that more of a priority ahead of him because he's the one that knows best He's the one who's the Alpha and the Omega. And when they say the Alpha Omega, I just recently discovered that's the Greek alphabet of A and Z. (laughs) I didn't know that. So it's almost like he's A and Z and everything in between. He's the Alpha Omega. He's the truth and the life. And he's the creator of all. So he made me. And he, he knows the beginning and end of everything. So I need to give it to him because he knows best. He knows better than me. I think I know, but I don't. He knows. I have to remind myself of that. Okay, number three. How can prioritizing prayer in your life make a difference in preparing you for your faith journey? I need to make prayer more of a priority. And I know that in time... I'm getting there like I'm growing and I believe that everything will work out for his good and I do believe that with the enemy meant for evil God will use it for good (laughs) (coughs) and I'm standing firm on that being said guys thank you so much for listening to me and I just pray that you know for anyone out there listening I'm going to pray for you right now okay I just want you to take a seat somewhere quietly kneeling beside your bed or you know, anywhere you are, just to be still, you know, and close your eyes. I'm going to pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just pray right now for whoever's listening to me. I pray, Father God, that if they're feeling any condemnation, that you will be reminding them right now that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. I pray that you will give them, Father God, a peace, love, and sound mind. I pray, God, that you will just ignite them with a fire from the Holy Spirit like never before. I pray for their family and loved ones and those who are not saved. I pray, God, that you will make your presence known in their lives. Send them a dream, a sign, a vision, wonder in some sort of way to show them that you are real and you are the one true God. I pray right now, Father, that whoever is listening, their future is bright remind them of how, God, you have plans to prosper them, not to harm them, but to give them hope in the future, and that there's so much to look forward to in their lives. There's so many amazing things that's going to come, and that we will wake up every morning excited and ready for a brand new beautiful day that you've created, God. I pray that, God, we will be so thankful for everything we have and not take anything for granted, that we're able to be alive and hearing this and able to breathe god and every breath of air that we take within our lungs lord is us praising you i pray god that you will show us something new help us to grow closer to you every single day we love you so much father god without you we're nothing and we gave our lives and we surrender to you, God. We put in the palm of your hands and we lay everything at your feet. Any problems, anything that we're worried about, Lord, we just give it to you. We give it all to you because we know that you know best. And that it is not meant for us to carry this. We are not supposed to carry this much weight and stress and worry. And God, I just pray that you will help us to remember that throughout our days. Because, God, we get so distracted from this earth and this life. I just pray right now, God, that you are at the forefront of our minds. That we always remember scripture. That we'll always speak it out loud. That we'll always just be knowing that, God, you say in your word. You will never leave us nor forsake us. And nothing, um, nothing can ever separate us. And that you're here right beside me. And I love you so much. And I thank you, Father God, for all the opportunities that you give us. We pray for more opportunities to share your word and share your truth. And God, we just want to spread the good news of the gospel. That Jesus rose again. Praise God, and he took our sins. Thank you, Jesus, that we have everlasting life. We will live forever with you. In the new Jerusalem, there's so many amazing things to come. Praise God. And if you're out there and you just want to say this with me, dear Jesus, I thank you so much for this amazing life you've given me. And I want to take this moment to tell you that I surrender everything to you and I love you and I want to be with you in heaven and have everlasting life and God I trust you and I believe you and what you say in the Bible is what is true that I am beautifully and wonderfully made that there is no weapon formed against me that shall prosper in Jesus' name and greater is in me than he who's in the world Holy Spirit, you are more than welcome into my life in Jesus' name I pray, amen thank you so much for listening and you know God is right there beside you you were in the palm of his hands, and you're his baby, and he loves you. He loves you so much. So, with that being said, thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.